We are live all in on high school sports with a special, special, special edition tonight. Kurt Valenti, Jennifer Valenti, and tonight we are going to talk, I'm not even going to say Lynnhurst football. I'm going to say North 1, Group 2, State Sectional Champion Lynnhurst football. All right. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah. I'd like Thanks to for having us. I'd like to introduce each member of our panel to the audience. We're joined by four members of the Lindhurst football coaching staff. Head coach, Rich Tuero. Defensive coordinator, Joe Castagnetti. Offensive coordinator, Patrick Autieri. And quarterback coach, Danny Kisak. And as uh, Kurt mentioned, you guys are North 1 Group 2 state sectional champions, as well as the NJIC overall champion and an undefeated season in the Liberty Division as well. So congratulations on all your accomplishments, guys, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, before we dive right in, I know that each of you guys has ties in some way to either like the town of Lyndhurst, uh, the football program, or either in another sports team at the high school. Can you guys briefly tell the audience about your Lyndhurst roots? Uh, Coach Terry, can we start with you? Sure. Born and raised, <laughs> uh, went to high school, graduated in 1995, played three sports there, still live in town. Uh, work in the building, coach, also the head baseball coach. Uh, it really is a tradition, like all these guys are going to mention also. And it's just Lynnhurst pride. And that's one of our mottos. And, and it's just great to be where you grew up and see everything that goes with the town. And when you have success like we did, you know, there's nothing better. Very nice. Thank you. Coach Kisak, how about you? Yep, so like Coach Altira said, born and raised in Lyndhurst. Um, you know, as far as back as I can remember, I always wanted to be an athlete in Lyndhurst. I can remember, you know, being a little kid running around the high school field, uh, going to Thanksgiving games. Um, so, you know, my whole life was involved with Lyndhurst sports. I was a three-sport athlete, baseball, football, basketball. Um, when I was in high school, I just played football and basketball. Um, I was a quarterback in Lyndhurst for four years, and then I went out to play college. Uh, I played football at Wesley College. And now I'm back coaching with uh, these great coaches. We nice. had a great season. We had, we had a great group. And we look forward to more success in years coming. Nice. And Coach Castagnetti, how about you? Yeah, uh, this is my uh, 26th year coaching at Lenners High School. Uh, I coached all these three guys uh, beneath me on the screen, on my screen at least. Um, <laughs> And uh, it's been a it's been a long road. It's been a great road. I might have been I might be the only one that was alive uh, in 1983 when uh, we won our last uh, uh, state championship. Um, I, I was, was in eighth, I was alive. I, I was in eighth grade. <laughs> I was in eighth grade when that happened. So it's been a long time, and uh, it's been a I great was six. road. And uh, yeah, well, um, and you know, like I said, it's it's. Uh, I wasn't born there. I came over in a third grade from East Rutherford, but uh, I've been there most of my life. Obviously. Uh, and still live and still teach and still coach here. So uh, it definitely is a, a pride thing. And it's, uh, it's, it means a little something extra special uh, when you could get a group together like we did and, uh, and do what we did. Uh, and uh, we're proud of the kids. The Jimmys and Joes, not the X's and O's. <laughs> Very so. nice. And uh, of course, Coach Tuero, how about you? Uh, honestly, just like Joe, I moved here. My parents moved us to Lindhurst in North Bergen when I was in third grade. and. Uh, it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. You know, I'm a, I'm a Cuban American. My, my father was all about baseball. And uh, when I got to Lynnhurst, I, I kind of figured out what football was. And 
You know, I went to Linares High School, Roosevelt School, uh, Grammar School, Linares High School graduate. Uh, it's it's everything to me, and that's why you know if you look at my staff, there may be there may be guys from all over, but everybody's from Linares, and, and and that's what it's all about. You know, no matter where you go, where you went to school, or whatever it is, it, it's a matter of the guys being from Linares. It's family tradition, and I had the pleasure and honor of learning that from guys like Joe, guys like Patty. You know, they were there before me. Patty Patty didn't get to coach me, but I, I like he was he, he was there coaching when I was a senior in high school. Um, Joe was my old line coach, you know. Joe was my, you know, I, I looked up to Joe like <laughs> I was very scared of Joe for a large part of my life. <laughs> but honest to God, it, it couldn't be better now. I mean, it, it's 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 all it's Linner's pride, it's family, it's tradition, it's everything. Guys, we got a couple comments coming in. There's from a uh, an M Derrico saying, "Anybody see Richie?" Is the first comment of the night. <laughs> Somebody tell me why Richie did Bobby Lupo. <laughs> Um, one of my coaches. <laughs> Randy Vegas checking in, and uh, your wife uh, Richie is uh, she's actually posting your brother's name on there, but uh, she's uh, so she's watching, but she's tagging. Him. Good, probably letting him know to watch it. That's yeah. it. Hopefully, uh, I'll I'll come back with you, Rich. Quick question: If you could just go over real quick how you uh, came about about getting the head job in Linhurst. For me, you're talking me. Um, yeah. So. What, what happened was, you know, Joe was the head coach for the second time, which obviously he didn't plan on that. And um, he was, you know, he, 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 the whole, it was interim for a reason. He knew he was going to step down sooner than later. It was just a matter of, you know, helping our program out, helping out the town of Lindhurst by, by stepping in and doing what he had to do. So when he, when Joe, you know, let everybody know he was stepping down, I took that opportunity to uh, go all in and try to get the job. I actually sat down with Patty. You know, because Patty was on that staff, and I, I, out of respect for Patty, we had the conversation. I said, "Listen, you know," and he—that's when he said, I, I "Coach, I, Rich, I want to be a baseball, the baseball coach." Uh, you know, I support you 100. percent And uh, we went, we went ahead with it, and and honestly, it was, it was an underdog kind of thing. I was a young guy, and I, it, there was a lot of fight, and 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 I had to prove myself to get the job. But thank God they gave it to me, and uh, here I am with the support of you know the people, the town, Patty, Joe. It's just. It's a blessing, to be honest with you, because it was a dream come true. And then if you guys will start with Danny, how did you guys, uh, you know, get be, become part of uh, Richie's staff? Uh, well, all three guys here coached me. And ever since when I left high school and I played in college, you know, these guys always stayed in touch with me. And we always, you know, we always talked football. So when I when I got back home, it just felt felt right. It felt right to be back. They obviously welcomed me with open arms. And uh, I've been involved ever since. You know, I love it. That's all I can say. I love it. And Coach Oteri, you were, Coach Oteri, you were on staff, so you just obviously stayed on there. And uh, like you said, I, yes. so I guess you were a big – you played a big role in Coach getting the uh, the head job. Yeah, I was on, obviously, Joe's staff for a while. He promoted me to offense coordinator. And then, like Richie was saying, you know, when Joe was stepping down, I think people looked to me maybe if I wanted it, but I, I had set in stone that I wanted to be the varsity baseball coach. Uh, I was an assistant coach there for 20 years before I became the head coach. Well, it's 20 years now, but 15 now I'm, I've been the head coach for five years. And there was no doubt that Richie was the right guy for it. Uh, you know, he has a passion for football that a lot of young coaches didn't have at the time. And like Richie said, you know, he had a fight to get it. And I think what showed and made him rise to the top of that list was his passion for the town and obviously knowing the game, playing at the next level in college, 
and I had his back right from the start. And because obviously part of it was too, I, you know, I knew with Richie, I could stay on staff, this and that. I didn't know if they wanted to bring an outsider in. There was talks of that. Like, and I want to be with a Leonard guy. And my relationship with Richie, like he said, I, I coached him in baseball. I think my first year as an assistant, he might've been a junior or a senior. That's how long back. And who would have thought, you know, at that point it was just coach. But as it went on and he came on to Joe's staff with us too, he had the passion. And like I said before, he was the right guy for the job. And then coach Cassinetti, again, you were the head coach um, the first time, then you get put back again as the second time. What made you want to come back and become part of uh, Coach uh, Torero's uh, staff? Uh, well, yeah, they, they keep saying stepping down, but I, I didn't want to – I wasn't really stepping down. I wanted to step aside. Uh, yeah. And, and, and basically what it was is because um, I, I gave up the head job the first time because it was just took too much time. Uh, it's an all-year-round, 12-month uh, gig. Uh even with the other coach that came in, uh, I, I stepped really basically stepped aside. I, 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 want, I was still volunteering with him and then ended up being his defensive coordinator. So being a defensive coordinator and being a head coach are two different things. You know, I, I could have my winters. Uh, I, I worked it out with Coach Tuero. Um, he gave me the winters off as far as weight training and stuff. So I did a lot of travel with my daughter with soccer. Um, and then uh, I didn't have to, and then I, I told him I would be available from the beginning of the summer till state championship I, I, w- I would be all in during those th- during those th- during that time and uh and he allowed it thank god and um i uh i stayed on so i, I was I, I got a lot of flack from like oh you know you coached him how could you you know work for him now you were the head coach now you're not now he that that to me it's learners football and i told rich that from day one if i wanted to be the head coach i wouldn't have a little left i, I never would have stepped down i don't want to be the head coach i love being a defensive coordinator and I, he allowed me to do that, and uh, I love him for it. And again, it's it's a Linhurst thing. That's that's all. It's the easiest way to put it. It's a Linhurst thing. Uh, real quick, Coach Ristola is chiming in on a comment. He's uh, he must sure. be the special. You see the special team coach. Yeah. Uh, what, what was his? Because he's giving. Yeah. A, he, he's called. He's he's you know he's saying uh, special ops. He's he's tweet. Uh, he's uh, uh, sent messaging that out. So. <laughs> yeah. Joe Vistola does a great job for us. Let me tell you, he he, re- he was a volunteer this year. Guy didn't make a dollar, and he he put in a, a, a ton of work. Um, and, and you know we break his chops, and and he he's out of his mind. But we, we do love Joe and his special ops. I'll tell you. And then he is uh, special. Cassinetti may have a little problem with him from the state sectional final, but that's <laughs> there. and uh, and, and game day Eddie said uh, he's here. Game day, Eddie. Game day, Eddie's here. <laughs> so. Perfect. Coach Tuero, this uh, next question is is for you. Um, Twenty fourteen, you start at Lindhurst. You go one and nine in your first season. I'm sorry to bring it up. The next three oh, seasons, <laughs> the next three seasons, you kind of hover around the five hundred mark. And in 2018, you make a big leap. You finish nine and two. You upset Verona to make it to the sectional finals, where you lose to Rutherford, who's the defending uh, sectional champion. And of course, 2019, yeah. you guys make it back to that sectional title game, and this time you're victorious. I was wondering, that's an impressive turnaround. Can you tell us how you? made it happen oh absolutely uh it it goes with the program and you know that was my biggest thing when i took this job on well you know our program and and this has nothing to do with coach Cassignetti. it has everything to do with the situation at the time which i know you guys are all aware um no need to talk about it but you know we were we were having some some tough times in lynnhurst especially with our football program and 
my whole message in the beginning was the culture, the culture, the culture. And it's a testament to the staff and our traditions. You know, these guys bought in. And like you, like you pointed out in the beginning of the interview, we're all Lyndhurst. So it, 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 it all came down, you know, I'm, I'm saying culture, culture, culture. My coaches bought in. And then the kids bought in. And my whole message to those guys, especially the one and nine kids, you know, we were one and nine, uh, four and six, five and three, five and three, I believe. Um, those We got better every year. And, it, and I kept telling the kids, guys, you're building this program. So when we won the state sectional this year, I made it a point when I was interviewed by the paper to, to thank the, the guys before us because it's not just us coaching. Like Coach Gass said, that's, it's not the X's and O's. Jimmy's and Joe's, these kids – we're teaching each other, you know, hey, this is what you got to do. Pass the torch. Let's go, man. We have a culture here. And it shows. It's going on to this day. You know, we, we lost 26 seniors. And, and the expect people change. Faces change. But the expectations don't. And the kids know it. That, and that's a testament to the my staff and my seniors in the past, without a doubt. It, you know, I, it's, it's, not a, it's not me. It takes a village. You know, I, I'm going to lead these guys. And I'm going to, you know, try to get everybody on the same page, do everything I can, everything in my power. But. It ain't about Richie. It's about the village, about the Linners, Golden Bears, the family. And, and that's why we are where we are and how we got there. I'm glad you brought up the one and nine because that it's just a testament of where we came from, honestly. It's true. And it's that, an important part of the uh, the process. Yeah, yeah, the journey. Absolutely. Because, you know, it's easy to quit when it's down. You know, it's easy. It's easy to quit when you're down like that. And it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to do. But you know what? It's hard to win games. That's why there's guys that, you know, uh, coach, other coaches just talking – you know, oh, we won a game, but we beat so-and-so, right? Listen, it's hard to win a football game. I don't care what school it is, what team you're playing. It's hard to win a football game. So it, 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 that's what it's all about. You know, the the culture, the tradition, that's how you build a program. I'm going to go to Danny real quick. Um, and not that anybody on this panel is, is an older coach. I mean, everyone's younger. <laughs> I mean, you know, so – don't and please nobody take it that way. But you know you're you're a younger coach, Danny. So how do you um how can you how would you say your age like you can relate to the players maybe a little differently just because of again that you are a younger coach. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm I'm fresh out of football. You know, I finished playing in college in uh, 2017. So right when I finished, I got right into coaching. So I'm fresh out of the game. So I kind of know how it is. You know, and I I've, I've been in their shoes. I've played here in Lynnhurst. Um, I played four years there. I can relate to them in that sense. Um, I work with the quarterbacks, especially in the JV team, and I was a quarterback here, so I have a lot of experience that I can share with them. And as far as coaching-wise, you know, I made it a point to be, you know, first one, I could be the first coach there with Coach Tuero in the mornings and just following his lead and, you know, doing doing everything I can to be like Coach Tuero and learning from him and, you know, showing the work ethic that he shows. And, you know, I think it's helped me become a better football coach. Coach Cast, you you mentioned it before when you said, um, you know, I, I just want to be the defensive coordinator. I guess my my question for you is, like, you're you know, like you're just a picture of when they say a defensive coordinator, defensive coach, it's you, you know. So uh, just explain like a little more in that detail of that comment. How you said, like, I just I love being a defensive coordinator. Yeah, I, I just I just love dealing with that side of the ball. I mean, it's, it's uh, again another thing that Coach Tuero affords me is the fact that I run the. Uh, the scout defense uh, as well. So I coach defense all day long. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, I, when I became a head coach, I learned, you know, offense through defense. So I'm, I'm always on that side of the ball. Um, and, and again, uh, I, I think coaching the scout kids and making them accountable 
uh, makes us a better defense because you find your special teams kids, you find your your backups, you find your starters. I mean, we had we had, uh, we had Justin Garina uh, this year as an outside backer. He, we found him on scout defense two years ago. Uh, so, uh, you know, where like he, you know, impressed me the way he was moving, you know, I'm, I'm coaching him up, he's listening. Uh, and he found, you know, he found the position. Um, and we had so much depth this year, you know, with 26 seniors that, uh, you know, being a defensive guy and staying on the defensive side of the ball, it just makes it easier. Uh, and, you know, obviously you have talks with Rich and Pat about offense and uh, what I think they're going to do defensively and, and things like that. And, and we, we play off each other and they, they help me out as well. Um, so, just, just love being defense. Play, I played defense in college. I, I played defense. I've been a defensive guy my whole life. Um, and to be honest with you, I just love it. I, I love being on that side. I love being the one to try and stop you from doing what you want to do. And and again, that doesn't happen without the <laughs> the Jimmys and Joes. Because when we were one and nine, we were running the same defenses as we were when we were eleven and zero uh, and winning a state championship. So, and I told that to the kids all the time. You know the the, the the system's in, you know, the, the playbook is thick. We'll get, we'll get through as much as we can. And when you say we can't, then we stop and we, and we have enough. We'll always have enough, you know? So being defensive guys, uh, I just love helping out. I love, I love that side of the ball. Uh, guys, somebody, I know somebody asked before if we were going to get a Lou Paterno comment and we did. So, uh, <laughs> we go. might've been on Terry. So he said, <laughs> yeah. uh, he said, uh, you know, meaning Lynnhurst, not a better, not a better community for kids when they're young in Lynnhurst. They take care of their own. The only small town that compares is obviously Heights, who's always great. So, appreciate it. Okay. Hey, Lou. <laughs> Man, love Lou. I miss Lou. And uh, oh, I'm doing the clock. Another comment, Dina Bar. Uh, Barjol, she was actually a parent from Passaic Valley, saying yeah. keep those expectations high. Randy Vega saying a shout-out, Coach Katina. Um, Rich, it looks like your mom's here. She's saying Mary Twirl, saying mom's here. Vistola is also saying Danny Pauly, uh, best our team. And, uh, yeah. and Luke uh, Kisak is saying that's my big brother, so – a lot of people nice. watching tonight, which is good. Yeah, so so it's funny. Danny Pauly, best scout team. That's no lie, right. man. I, one of my coaches, Coach Pauly Johnson, my brother, I mean, we would have him and Danny run run scout and, and like, full go. And these kids were getting work. Like, Danny's playing – you know, when we played Kyle Teal for Mawa, uh, there was no per better person to put at quarterback than Danny Kisak. And, and let me tell you something. These kids were these. Well, I say kids. These guys were going hard. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. And it's another another plus of being a young guy on staff. That's another <laughs> plus of being a young guy. Yeah. Around, it was fun. He can still fit in a helmet. He was still right? the best Joe, player on the when field. I did that for you. I did that for you. When I was a young guy. I know. Crazy, I know. But he had a helmet. Everything. I mean, ready. It was cleats on, ready to go. And it was like, oh, get it going. Joe loved it. I, I'll tell I you loved right it. now. Our scouts, we, we had the opportunity. We had the, 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 the pleasure. I mean, the, the gift of – I, I had it was a college. We had a scout team that we literally put together in our meetings, and we had our, our – they, they ran their own little practice on the side, especially Waldwick, you know, the wing T Delaware. Oh, my God. It was unbelievable to the point where we were running their offense, and Waldwick was an awesome football team. I mean, really good football team. And the game plan worked because our kids were prepared because of our scout team. And yeah. that's that, – I mean, like you were talking to Joe about defense, that's a huge testament to Joe, man, because – and he don't, I know he don't want to hear it, but 
you know, he's saying he's he's helping. You know, I give him the the privilege to work with our scout team. No, I'm lucky to have a guy like Joe working with the scout team. Uh, a couple more comments, uh, Rich. Uh, we got a comment saying Sophia says hi, Daddy. I love you. Mm. Hi, baby girl. <laughs> I love you too. Uh, your brother saying your, your brother wants to get your mom live on here. So that's no, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, I don't want to say. I don't know if I'm saying this Rated name G. wrong. There's a Mike Lateo. Oh, Michael Lateo. Like Lateo right. saying right, great, saying player, great yeah. work, guys. Steve, he's a marine. Former, former marine. player. He's a marine. Steve, marine. Yeah. Steve Passamano saying best of best of the best right there. State champs. Yeah, um, Rob DeFalco. Congrats, gentlemen. I had the pleasure of playing in the same backfield with Pat. Yep. Oh What's yeah. Up, Rob, midget league awesome. man, we were studs together. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. That's and, the next uh, podcast. There you go. There yeah. you go. And then, all right, I'm gonna get to Coach Otieri real quick. Um, <laughs> so, like you mentioned before, you're the head coach on. You're the head coach with the baseball team. What's the little difference? Like Coach uh, Casanetti, like said, he loves being on the def- defensive side on the ball. He didn't want to be the head coach. What's like, is it a little different role for you? Even though you're offensive coordinator, obviously it's a big role, but since you're not that head coach on baseball, is a little, what, what's the difference in football as an assistant? You don't got to deal with all the headaches that Richie has to deal with. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, and that's what it is. And, and when you're a head coach, you deal with the headaches. In the spring, I got to deal with headaches. So it's like, okay, let Rich deal with that. But like all the guys have been saying, we work so good together. We've been together for so long. Uh, you know, going back to even talking about the 26 seniors, when we're able to have a scout team that is probably better than some teams' defense, you know, no offense to some teams, you have guys, seniors that could play on other teams, giving us a look day in and day out. And you got guys like Coach Kisak, Coach Johnson on the offensive side of the ball who are better than any high school kid you're going to see. I mean, we're getting looks, and on, from the offensive perspective on mine, same thing. You've got Coach Castanetti coaching up a scout defense, you know, and he's going to do stuff to try to, to fool with us, and, you know, it just makes our job easier for preparation. You know, we might get a little frustrated here and there. Can't block this guy. What's this guy doing? He knows the plays we're saying, fooling around, and, like, he must be telling him the plays, and hey, we get all fired up, but it's the ultimate preparation, and – you know, Coach Tuero hit on it too, and even Coach Cast a little bit. And our depth, going back to the Jimmys and Joes, is is really a, a testament to our success. And they bought into their role. That's the biggest thing. I mean, yeah. how many times you can get a, a kid, a senior, you know what? Well, why am I playing? But bought into his role, and you know, we use them on special teams. They embrace their role, and I think that doesn't, you know, that happens. When you have that, you're going to have success, and it, it, it shows so true with our the season we had. Unselfish, no doubt. too. Uh, they're unselfish. Uh, right. Unselfish. A couple, name, a couple names that come to my head right now is a kid like Glendon Gerardo. Uh These are names that you may not know. You know, um, Mark Beeler, Hope. Kids would just buy – and these are seniors who just did what they had to do. Uh, Waldwick Week, our kicker, Michael Felice, he was the running back. He was the main dude, and we knew he could do it, and he was like, yes, coach, whatever you need. I mean, I can't explain how big that was. And that, that's the message I kept telling the kids. Like, guys, you're all – every one of you get a ring. You, you earned it. You're all – I don't care if you're picking up the water at the end of the day or you're running scout team or you're the star player. It doesn't make a difference. It's, it's a team effort, no doubt about it. 
Let's get a little bit into the 2019 season more specifically, actually. Uh, Coach Tuero, you guys end 2018 with a loss in the sectional final. You know you're going to be returning 20-plus seniors that you know are experienced contributors to the squad. How would you describe your team's like hunger and determination heading into that 2019 campaign? It, it, exactly what you just said, hunger and determination. I mean, we lost that game, and, and we were winning at halftime to a very good Rutherford team. Um, those kids knew they, they got the taste. You know, like I said, they literally were part – our senior class this past season were part of the whole growth. You know, four and five, four and six, five and three, nine and two, and then 11 and one. I mean, it, it was every day. Our weight room, Kisak, Coach Kisak will tell you, our weight room was hopping. I mean, these kids, they just bought in, and every single day the work we put in, we they couldn't wait to get the practice. They couldn't – that's the difference – between, between groups like this and it's a testament to the seniors before them because those guys they were a great group as well and, and they they lost in the state final and, and, and I, I, it's crazy to say us co all these guys in the room all agree I felt bad for those guys that you know they were there they're on the side of the one I gave I know they were rooting for us but at the end of the day like if you ask me yeah they deserve it too because they had a huge part in, in our success as well uh, the hunger was unbelievable. It's it's motivating. It, it, you know, hey, everyone says you lost 26 seniors, man. What are you gonna do? I'm so excited to get back to that point. Like, let's go right now. Why not? Why not? You know what I mean? It, it's it, it was the best best year of my life. It was just just crazy to unfold and watch. You know, I'm, I'm looking at videos from a year ago today, and it's like knowing where we were and what we were thinking. The the goal was to every day we said the goal was to get back to get back to that state final and finish the job. We had, I'll show you this because I'm in the field house. We had check marks for every single game. Um, and, and that's how we, we did it, you know, right away down, all the way down to Parsippany. It was just unbelievable and, and, and a great, amazing experience, great run. Nice. So I'm, I'm going to stay with you, Coach, real quick. And uh, you start the season off 6-0. and A couple close games, though. You know, Hawthorne 20-9. You guys are down big in the Pompton Lakes game. You come back and beat that, win that one 21-20. Beat always tough New Milford 13-6. Um, so before you even get to the uh, the conference, you know, like semifinal playoff, what, what are your thoughts on those games, especially like the Pompton and the uh, New Milford game? Uh, so the Ponton game was probably the main one that scared me. New Milford game, the, the score was close, and obviously I was nervous, but we, we pretty much controlled that game. Uh, Ponton Lakes game, I can tell you right now, is the one time I thought that we were going to lose 100%. Um, you know, we're down 14 with four minutes left, and we knew, you know, we're not a, a running, a throwing team. You know, we knew that, obviously, and these kids all of a sudden turned it on because I don't think it was that they were better than us. It was just that we kind of were going into the game. You know, they played Seacoggers the week before. Our guys were kind of, you know, down on Seacoggers. They thought, you know, we were a little cocky. And then they turned it on. But, you know, those here, – here's the thing. A year ago, Glenrock, okay, same thing. We're down 14 nothing halftime against Glenrock, and they came back and won the game. Same exact uh, series of events. Tied the game. They took the lead again. We came back. Those kids learned from a year ago. So moving into Popton Lakes, they knew, hey, we're not quitting on this. We're not, what are we doing here? We're not, we're not giving up here. And, and that's why we ended up where we are. Uh, okay, so now you guys are 6-0. and you, get, you, win, you, you win the division. You're in your first, you know, in the division. Now they take the four teams. They do a little playoff. Did you guys think, okay, so I'm sorry. Then you guys beat a, a good Waldwick team? 
you guys beat a good Park Ridge team. Did you? Very think, good. Yeah. Did, did you guys? Did you think like? Did you know that's where you guys should be? Hundred percent. That was the expectation. We said division, conference, state. Those were the goals. Division, conference, state. Those three trophies, and we got them. That that was one hundred percent the goal. I mean, from day one. All right, Kurt, we, I gotta, Kurt. I gotta say, we 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 were. I, I was with you at the Garfield Waldwick game. Yep. And uh, watching that game, and, uh, and as Waldwick was piling up the points on Garfield, I, the Rich and 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 Patty and, and Danny, they were at our dinner uh, for us. We had a game uh, on Saturday that week, and I'm texting them, score, score, score. And Coach Twirl's like, you know, are you kidding me? Like, what are you talking about? Are you kidding me? I'm like, I'm halftime. I I, I t- t- look, turn to you. I say, listen, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've seen enough. I, you know, so the, our kids really brought it because we we made Walwick, you know, uh, look a little bit a uh, little bit different. You know, uh, when they played us the, the following week. So those games were huge uh, in, no. in in that respect. Uh, but that was a very good football team, man. They're very good. Coach, uh, I'm going to go to Coach Ortieri. Uh It seems like at that time, the Park Ridge game, maybe the Waldwick, but I don't know, maybe more of the Park Ridge game, you guys seem to go t- with the Wildcat o- offense with your uh, your star player. What um what was the thinking behind that? And uh, obviously you guys ran with it for the rest of the year, but if you could just explain a little bit what your thinking was to, uh, to go to that offense a little bit and, and still basically have like almost – you know, your regular traditional offense and then the little wildcat with him. Well, just, you know, just like any wildcat set, you're getting that extra guy at the point of attack. And I, you know, me, me and coach Tuero, we just felt it was the, the best move, obviously to have the ball in Peter's hands as much as, as we can. Uh, and listen, we had probably one of the best lines that I've seen in my history of coaching here. And, you know, one of the best lines in, in definitely the state of New Jersey. So when you got those big horses and the guys, you know, you, you put the ball in two's hands and, and let him do what he's got to do. And the, the bottom line is I think the more, as the season went on and we got, we simplified stuff, it, it made it a lot easier. Just like we keep saying, Jimmy's and Joe's, you let them perform, let them do what they have to do. And, uh, you know, I think it was the right move. We had it early on and we didn't go to it that much. Uh, you know, basically, always in our mindset as an offensive staff, me, Coach Tuero, Coach Kisak, you know, we want to be balanced. And the year before, I think we were very balanced. Uh, but I just dictated to, to go to the Wildcat a little bit more. And when you when you have an athlete like that, you just got to feed him the rock. And that, and honestly, that's a testament to Anthony Lembo. I just want to touch on that. Anthony Lembo was our quarterback. Anthony Lembo's most- actually watching, by the way. He's a uh, awesome. one, on so one of the most eight. selfless kids. Yeah. One of the most selfless kids I've ever coached. Uh, all about the team, man. And and he didn't take it personal. He, you know, and the main it really wasn't about ability because Anthony showed, especially in the state sectional final and the Pop and Lace game, he could do it too. Um, but uh, it, it, we we knew getting that extra blocker for for Peter would just be that much more dynamic and and better for us than. Let me tell you, Anthony Lembo's yes coach, whatever whatever we got to do for the team. It was at the point where I would ask Anthony, like, listen, you understand? He's like, coach, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, why are you even asking me? A testament to these kids in the program. No, no, no doubt. 
my question is for uh, Coach Castanetti. Um, up until the conference playoffs, your defense had notched a shutout. You'd, on one occasion, you know, only allowed double digits once um, and held your opponents in the remaining contest, you know, one touchdown or less. In the semifinals, you touched upon it against Waldwick, a team that was averaging 38 points per game. You held them to one touchdown, their lowest scoring output of the season. In the finals, you basically do the same thing to Park Ridge. They average 35 points a game. You hold them to a mere 12 points. I know your defensive players had some very impressive postseason accolades. I was wondering if you could just talk about your outstanding defense a little bit. Yeah, they were uh, – listen, when you have that many seniors on a team and you're, you're backups, you have 11 seniors on the field starting. Um, you have the four replacements going in to, to, or that are killing themselves to go in are seniors. Uh, you know, I've never had that ever uh, in 26 years of uh, coaching. So, I mean, again, they, they, they – like everything we've said the whole time about – they're just they were just unbelievable they just did whatever they were they studied the game they paid attention to game plan um I, it was really like coaching a, a, a college team uh, this year for me uh, i didn't really do much coaching uh you know we gave them the game plan uh, they went through it they, they listened they they asked questions and uh and they did it i mean we have james blake at nose uh nose guard uh you know against uh, seacock because he caused like seven fumbles because uh, a quarterback couldn't take the ball from the center. I mean, when you have somebody like that, and you run a three-four defense, uh, you know it, it just it just makes it easy. You have, uh, you know, Ishmael A, uh, who who had over 140 tackles. I mean, th th things like that just don't happen every year. You have Chris McLaughlin, who took on every other blocker for as a middle linebacker, four-ish. Uh, you know, you have three outside linebackers that can play. Uh, you have D lineman uh, across the board. You have a guy, kid like Diego Crespo who just uh, wanted to come out this year, came out, didn't know where he wanted to go, and, and ended up being a D lineman. Uh, he probably should have been a corner or would play corner somewhere else. Um, and, and Tommy Ryan, and, 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 the, and the names just keep going on and on and on. Uh, Aaron, you know, Aaron Alvarez, all kinds of kids that just did whatever you asked them. And, uh, and our secondary was just second to none. We had like 21 interceptions. Uh, you know, which is crazy. Uh, you know, when you're taking the ball away and giving it back to the offense with Pete at the helm, I mean, uh, you know, it's kind of it's hard to stop. And teams' offenses would play differently against us because they knew that they couldn't give the ball back to number two on offense. And then number two on defense was ridiculous too. I mean, he led the state in sacks last year as a junior. I mean, so you just it just doesn't stop. You know, I, I have goosebumps, goosebumps just talking about him. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'll be here all night. I mean, I, I, you, know, you know what I mean? I, you, you, you can give me this. I, I'm still, I, I still want to, I still want to keep going. He's, he's probably got 10 <laughs> cups of coffee. I'm clear, so he'll be yeah. right. Yeah, this is like, you know, hot number six. No, but uh, like I said, it's, it was, they were, they were awesome to have. I, I, I miss them already. Uh, you know, I said, I'm still watching video of the season. I, I, I screenshot the, the, the video, the video. And send it to the kids, text it to them now because they're graduates. I could do that, uh, and uh, you know, and just and just pump them up with all, all kinds of compliments. And uh, Lou Paterno is giving you a compliment, saying that you, it was the uh, the best defense around. Yeah. So well, thank you for that. Uh, I appreciate. It. And again, that's uh, I, I agree because I think you know they, they, we could we would have went up against anybody. I mean, I, I know we had a we had a, we had a downer on the last one at MetLife Stadium. There's a lot lot of variables to that. 
but uh, I believe that uh, we could have beat anybody. Nice. And uh, Coach Kisak, uh, Coach Terry spoke a little earlier about using Peter at the quarterback position, and you also had, as um, you know, Coach Toro mentioned, Anthony Lembo running a more traditional style offense. As the quarterback coach, did incorporating those two distinct styles present any challenges to you when like preparing for practice and for opponents? Oh, we we went about it the same way uh, every every week, every day. We went about it the same. Uh, every morning we would meet for film with the quarterbacks, uh, Anthony. Adam Venezia and, and John Lembo and Peter just joined us once we uh, decided to go, go that way. Peter joined us and you know we went about business as usual. Anthony was prepared every week if we wanted to go to him and Peter was prepared every week if we were going to go to him. Uh, it, was, it was a total group effort. The quarterback room was sensational. They were all you know focused every week on getting at the job at hand and they did a great job with it and I think the results showed on the field. Um, great kids, hard workers, dedicated did everything right and it showed very nice all right so i'm gonna get back to coach twero and um you know now comes the unfinished business your playoff run uh you start off with a big 47 nothing victory over pascac hills you defeat a uh, very talented uh mawa team 28 to 14 now you have the state sectional championship game in your house against parsippany and after 36 years, 26-7, you guys are state sectional champs. I mean, I, I, you might be able to talk about this for a couple hours, but <laughs> what, what was that feeling? Just describe, describe that feeling. Um, I, honestly, it, it was the greatest moment of my life. I, I shared that video with you um, to show you. That was the moment. That was, you know, that was when it was over. That, I'm actually going to put that video up right now as we're speaking. <laughs> Yeah, that that was it, man. You know, C Coach Cassinetti comes up to me and he goes, "Rich, we did it, man. We did it." Uh, right before that, he and it was like two minutes left, but the game was over, and he's telling me, "We he's squeezing me, we did it," and I'm going, "Not until it says zero. Yeah. And then, you know, you saw Patty jump on me like like my little brother, even though he's my big brother. Um, and then Joe came in. It was uh, it was the, the the greatest moment of my life. You know, just thinking. You know, listen, we're, we're Leonard's Kurt. You were here. You know when it was here. Yeah. Um, I, I was like, yo, Leonard's football, we just won the state championship. I didn't think it was a realistic goal. And not, not didn't think that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we're going to, but now it happened and it's there. And it was, you know, when I, when I got the trophy and I saw my wife and my kids, I, I'm getting emotional thinking about it, man. It's, you know, no one knows what the work we put in other than our, our families, you know, and having that trophy in my hand, I, I pictured it. I manifested it seeing my girls and then turning around seeing all the boys it, it, it meant the world man like joe Casignetti, a lynnhurst legend I, I got guys like coach shoebridge there coach Puno, patty otiri richie gress oh my god you, what it meant to, what it meant it meant so much more to me knowing what it meant to those guys you know danny kisak who was in who played in the state sectional semifinal, and that was a huge deal you know when we knocked off rutherford when they were the one seed i mean just knowing it all came to fruition and, and, and like, yo, we, we did it, man. Like we're, we're state champs. It's the, it, it's, it, there's no, I can't put into words the, the, the feeling, man, it, it, the best ever, ever. I mean, no, I can't think of a better moment run in my life. It was unbelievable. 
I have chills hearing you talk about it. You, you know, so uh, I, I can I can imagine. Coach Kisak, you're a recent Lynnhurst High School graduate yourself, as you said. You played quarterback when you were there. Um, now you're coaching the quarterbacks. So how did it feel for you to take part in that championship on the coaching side? It meant everything. It felt like I was playing the whole time, honestly, <laughs> playing on the scout team. Uh, then being in the meetings with the coaches, it, it, it meant everything to me. Uh, it's you know, since I was a kid, that's what I dreamed of. When I played there, that's that's what I dreamed of. And then to be a, to be a part of it and get a chance to actually do it with these coaches, and especially those group of seniors that we we just work so hard every single day. Um, it's great that you know you realize when you put all that hard work in, it pays off at the end. So it meant everything to me. Very nice. And Coach O'Terry, the final ticks on the clock are counting down in that final game against uh, Parsippany. There, what was going through your mind as those those final seconds ticked away. Just like the other coaches said, it, it, you know, the long journey we had to get there, you're thinking about the 26 seniors, but you're thinking about the underclassmen that basically, same thing, sacrifice, knew their role for the program. But even going back to talking about when, you know, even when I played, and I'm sure Coach Castaneda, Coach Tuero, and Coach Kisak will agree with this, you know, our blood and sweat was on that field. It's turf now. When we were there, it was patches of grass and dirt. <laughs> but we went through that. We went through those locker rooms. We did double sessions. You know, we saw how hard it was just to win a league championship. And I was lucky to win one as a sophomore, but not as a junior or senior. And the disappointment and, you know, walking off those fields as a player when it was your last game as a senior, you know, and then when I got involved with coaching, you know, that – pride comes back and like we talked about this the whole small town you know enthusiasm and just working as from all those years and then coaching and having some down years and fighting through it like are we ever going to get to it that's why you know this year everything lined up right and we always said you know the stars got to be aligned and any sport that i've ever played or coached you know you have that special season and we saw it, and we thought we mentioned the Pompton game, and that's that's at first when I said to myself, we came back from that deficit. I said, there's, you know, you don't want to be arrogant about it, but you, I said we're winning the state championship, and I would say, you know, I wouldn't really say it to anybody else, but I'm saying in my head, like, how? Did you do that? Yeah. And that was the first time, and then everything just went into place, and it was a well-oiled machine. And when you have everybody buying in, you have a great group of coaches, players, administration backing you it's easy i you know i i like coach coach Tuero said i, I want to get back to doing it but we know it's not going to be the same way but i want to get that feeling like you know we're going to do our normal work 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 but are the stars going to be lined up so that's that, that's the uh, the uncertainty right now especially with everything going on of course before we get to coach Cassignetti, i just want to there's another comment um the comment is from laney sambrooks Lane Sandbrooks, that's my boy in Texas. He coaches Texas football. What do he say? He's saying Richie the man, and then he's saying Texas high school football needs Coach Twero. Oh, that's awesome. Lane, Lane is uh, Lane. I went to grad school with Lane, Ohio University. He coaches ball, big time ball in Texas, man. Thank, thank you, Lane. That's awesome. And then uh, there's another comment from Randy Vega saying, "Light up the scoreboard like a pinball machine." There we go. That's out. <laughs> Coach Cassidy. Randy, you got to keep. Randy's got. Randy's one of my one of the seniors from last year. He's got. He's 
I'm getting nervous. He's gonna spill the locker room talk. I don't, you know, I don't <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll watch the comments from now on. Then. Getting nervous. Read Brandon. that first. Yeah. Read it first. Coach Castagnetti, you have the longest tenure with Lindhurst football. What did the championship mean to you? Oh, as uh, as the seconds were ticking down, like you said to, to Patty, uh, I, like Coach Twero said before, there was a bunch of seniors from the year before on our sideline rooting us on, cheering us on, and I, I made a point to go to each and every one of them to say, you know, you, you guys showed us the way. Like, you're you you, you you're just a part – it's just like Coach Tuero said. Uh, you know, the, the, the Benny Franchinos, the, the Manny Lelouzes, the, the you know, the, the Simicadas, the – you know, I, I went to each and every one of them, shook their hand, gave them a hug, and said, you guys deserve this just as much as we do. You know, you guys showed them the way, and, and they did. And – uh and then, uh, you know, as it was ticking down, you know, I'm, I'm the old guy on the staff, so I'm the superstitious guy. And, you know, until it says zeros, it's the game's not over. But they weren't scoring on our defense, I can tell you that. So I, I felt kind of confident. I was, I was like 3-2-1. I could, I could start saying it. But uh, that's why I kept saying to Rich, you know, we, we, we did it, man. We did it. These kids and, – and as I was doing it, I was walking, looking at the seniors and saying, you're a state champ. How does that feel? You're a state champ. And it was awesome to do, be able to do – and uh, and then you see like you know Coach Chu, Coach Bruno, who who taught us, who coached us, and uh, you know it, it's it's it was emotional. Uh, it was it was awesome. Uh, you know, I, awesome. I, Coach Tuero's a. I used to be the rah rah guy. I'm just too old, but the Coach Tuero's a rah rah guy, which he has to be as the head coach with these kids nowadays. And he so he took the trophy, went in the middle, and I I just stood back and and took it all in, and it was for me it was awesome. And then. You know, to, to get a chance to hug my wife and kiss her on the field and say, uh, you know, uh, we did yeah. it. It was awesome. It, it was really awesome. It was a great moment. It was a great – to see the scene, the kids the kids running on the field uh, after the game. Uh, you know, Parsimony didn't want to shake our hand or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but uh, the only thing would have been better if it was a shutout. But, you know, Coach uh, Special Ops. Uh, Special Ops. Yeah, because yeah, Eddie Eddie did say that. Eddie said it technically was a shutout. They scored 26 on 26-nothing would have looked better on the board than 26-7. <laughs> but I'll take it. I'll take it. Before we get into our, our next segment with you guys, we're going to do like a little, what we call a little rapid fire. Um, we just wanted to briefly mention, you know, um, you have you know, your, your postseason honors. I mean, we're just off the charts for your team. You were Bergen County Team of the Year, Coach Tuero, Conference Coach of the Year, Bergen County Coach of the Year. I mean, your kids, you know, Peter with, um, you know, Offensive Player of the Year. I think it was Ismail who was Defensive Player of the Year. Forgive me if I'm getting some of these wrong. But, um, you know, and just the number of kids you have going on to play at the next level. Um, you guys can't see it now, but we have uh, – we just wanted to kind of, you know, take a moment and acknowledge, you know, the, the kids that – who are graduating and going on to play in uh, among D1, D2, D3, and even some junior college schools. Coach Toro, did you want to add anything to that? We have that showing now. I, I mean, that's one of the things I'm most proud of. Not not even necessarily, uh, obviously, obviously, I want them to play at the next level. And, and I always tell every kid, like, listen, you want to play the next level? I'm, I'm going to help you get there, whatever I can do. Um, but just go, you know, I always tell my kids, there's no bonuses here, Coach, in high school football. My bonus is when you come back in 10 years and you introduce me to your family and you tell me how successful you are, that's a bonus for me. So, you know, get them playing football is even more of a luxury because then I get to go see them play again, and I love it. Like, you know, we talked about Pete Guerrero earlier uh, before we started the interview. I, I, you know, just going to see these kids and, and getting to watch them play – and seeing them grow, it's just unbelievable. So, I, you know, I can't wait to see these kids 
that are moving on to play in all these different schools. It's just, it's unreal, man. It, it's the best. It, it's so cool. Um, and it's a testament, again, it's a testament to the program and the kids before them. You know, these guys are saying, oh, Danny Kiesack, he played college football. I got Brian Podolsky at Kane, uh, Petey Guerrero at, at, at Monmouth, and he was at Monmouth. You know, all these kids, and the young guys know, and they see, and they say, you know, I want to be like that. And it's, and it's so cool. It's so cool. It is. Again, a testament to your program. It really is. Guys, I got another comment. This is from uh, my guy, Kenny Kirkpatrick. He does. He's the other co-host on our regular K&K Wednesday sports show. And uh, he said he, he's actually in Maryland, so he wants to say hello from Maryland and congrats on the 2019 season. And he heard he just heard Coach Castagnetti say, Parsippany wouldn't shake your hand. So his last comment was, Parsippany will never be on All In on high school sports. So when he says that, that's it. That's uh, it, huh? You dropped the gauntlet. That's it. A couple, couple of the comments. Dana Marie is saying, Bubba says, I love us. I love ah, us. I love us. So. I love us, buddy. All right, so our next segment, guys, we call Rapid Fire. So we're just going to give you a question. We'll go around the uh, around the panel. The way I'm looking at it, we'll go, uh, I guess, Coach Kisak, Coach Castagnetti, Coach Otiri, and then Coach Tuero. So they're they're not the real hard-hitting questions. No. They're a little uh, a little more fun, but but again, rapid pace. So Coach All right, rapid start. pace. First question, who's the best athlete on the coaching staff? Uh, now or ever? Hold on. Right now. Current staff. <laughs> right now. Easy. Right now. Uh, who, is it on me? Yep, you're up yeah. first, Coach Kisak. Uh, I'm going to say Paulie Johnson oh, or Brian Doyle. Uh, well, you got to pick one. <laughs> I say Paulie Kisak. Paulie Johnson. Yeah, I see. Kisak's younger. Kisak. I got Kisak. All right. All right. <laughs> My question for you guys is uh, Nike, Under Armour, or Adidas? Easy. Go. Okay, Kisak, you're up. I'm a Nike guy. I'm for whoever's free. <laughs> I'm Under Armour. Love Under Armour. Oh, well, hey, I love Good everybody representation here. there. Yeah. All right, this is probably going to be an easy question, but you guys, since you guys played there too, um, what, so you could do this as a player or as a coach at Lindhurst. What is your biggest win of the, your career? Uh, I was the first round of the playoffs in 2011 against Rutherford. We were the eight seed. They were the one seed, and we were able to go there and knock them off in a, in a rivalry game, trophy game. So that was probably my most memorable game as a Golden Bear. I'm going to say uh, uh, the Mawa playoff game. Uh, I, to, to me, I think that was our state final game. I think they were better, the best team uh, other than us in our section. Obviously – Parsippany, but I'm going to agree with Coach Castanetti with Mawa. Uh, obviously, easy easy to say Parsippany, you know, obviously state championship yeah. win, but I'm going to go with 2018 Verona, 37-34 win at their place. You know, Verona's a powerhouse program, and to beat that team at their home, uh, to go to the state sectional final for the first time in 35 years, I would say that's my most, uh, the, the, the best win. I'm going to follow that one up with toughest loss. Ooh. We need a lot. <laughs> a lot. 26 years, a lot of time. Go ahead, Danny. Uh, toughest loss. Well, I, I didn't want to bring it up, but our last game of the year really hit pretty hard to me. All right. I'm going to go back to 1987. 
uh, Creskill. We lost to Creskill 7 nothing. They went on to be undefeated state champs. Uh, for us, if we beat them, we would have tied for the league championship in my senior year. Creskill, 7 nothing loss. Patty. A lot from playing days, but I'm going to say coach, and I'm going to say uh, 2018 Rutherford. Uh, you know, we were winning at halftime, and we were so close, and same thing. Like, you had that feeling we were going to do it. You know, we went into that game, underdogs, though, but leading at the half, and then, you know, that hurt. That, that stung up until we finally got over the hump this year. So, you know, that was going back of our, my head, back in my head during the whole season. I'm with Patty. There was no more devastating loss for me than the Rutherford game. And, again, it, it was more because we had the lead, man, and, and I was like, yo, yeah. we got this. And that was a very good team. You know, Johnny Mendez, all those got lost in the Fisher. Like, it was like, yo, we're going to be the pure underdog miracle run here. And, and then 14-13, uh, and it just pulled the rug right out from underneath you, and it's over. And I was like, oh. But that was the that was the hardest one. But, again, it, it, it the drive from that loss – yeah, it started everything for the next year. Yeah, Patty, I gotta say this, and and this is my, you know, you mentioned Paterno early, so Paterno's coming after you. He's saying Patty has a lot of L's in Lynnhurst, and he's making sure I tell yeah, you thanks. that one. So yeah, thanks, Lou. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, Radigan is saying Jeff Radigan here. You are going easy on these questions with these guys. He's saying. <laughs> Thank you so, for that. Well, let's, you know, we'll, we'll, let's spice them up a little then. Oh, yeah, My next ahead. one is on a personal level, oh, who boy. is your biggest, who was your biggest rival while you were playing or that you're coaching now at Lyndhurst? North Arlington. <laughs> 10 years ago, but North Arlington. All right. You're going North Arlington. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go as a player. I'm going to go as, uh, I'm going to go with Becton because that was a big rivalry game with a trophy and everything else. And as a coach, I want to say uh, New Milford. Uh, New Milford uh, is, a, is a big rival because uh, it took us a, a long time to get by those guys. Uh, and even last year, the 2018 season, uh, we had them on the ropes and we couldn't finish them uh, in overtime. Um, and, uh, and we finally got them this year. Like I said, it was a, it was a close game. It, it wasn't really that close, but it was close enough. So I'm going to say New Milford as a coach. That one right there was uh, was definitely a close second of the Rutherford loss, losing to Milford in double mm -hmm. overtime. Because um, we had that game won in many opportunities. Uh, so as a player, rivalry. As a player, definitely St. Mary's. I hated St. Mary's with all of my heart. Uh, my wife, that's how, you know, she was my girlfriend in high school, and she was at St. Mary's. And I did not like St. Mary's because our boys went there, and I, would, you know, I, I took it more like a loyalty thing, personal thing. Uh, as a coach – I would have to say Pompton Lakes. Uh, and I, when we got over the hump and we beat Pompton Lakes, I can't tell you, you know, that was with Petey Guerrero and, and that group. That was one of the best, you know, yeah. wins. And, and, and that was your first signature win. That was your first signature win. That was a signature win. That was that, you know, and, and just, it's always a, it's always a battle with those guys, you know, they, they, it's always something. So Pat, Patty, who's, who's you, who are you? As a player, it was, it, Becton and NA, and, and we always say all the time, these kids don't understand these rivalries just because of the way the league was, but it was bad because in the 90s and sure in the 80s for Coach Cast, I don't want to date him, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you've got phone calls from kids before games and stuff, and, and, and yeah. Coach Cast can attest to this. I know 
Coach Shu and Coach Vuno, like they would drive by our practices. And, you know, we would end up after like a Saturday night, you'd end up in a little scuffle, you'd meet up. So definitely, you know, it was out there. It was anarchy. It was like Thunderdome back back in the 90s. No rules. As a a coach, it's got to be Rutherford, you know, because like I said, the rivalries have disappeared the way they change these leagues, which I don't like. But mm-hmm. it's Rutherford, you know, because we've played them so many times in the playoffs. And yeah. even going back to when we I first started coaching, as Coach Cash was the head coach, we played them a couple times too in consolation games. And they were always yeah. nail biters. Kurt, uh, real quick, sorry to, sorry to interrupt this here, but can you let me in on my other Zoom? Because my iPad, my charger won't keep up. It's about to die. <laughs> I'm, I should be in the waiting room on my phone. You are. Sorry about that. Oh, no, no worries. All right. You should be coming in. All right, well, he's sideways. getting in. Well, he's Turn it sideways. In. Our next We're one back. is uh, game day game day superstitions. Any game day superstitions? Oh, oh yeah. Go ahead. Go, guys. <laughs> Danny, you're up. Uh, if I don't eat a sandwich from Michael's before the game, <laughs> uh, something's not right. So got to eat Michael's before the game. Uh, I was back in the back in the day when I coached with Coach Vuno. We had to we had to put socks on the same way. We had to put the shirt on the same way. We had to put. We had to get to the building the same way. As I get as old as dirt, like I am right now, I don't have any. I, That's I a lie. Believe, I don't That's believe it. That's a lie. You're lying. I Kurt. don't believe it. Patty, I'm gonna cut. I know I'm jumping you again, but he's lying. <laughs> because because listen, Joe, you're gonna forget when you told me to play that song again because I hadn't played it yet. Yeah, that's he that's forgot. Right. Right. Uh, he forgets. You don't know. I'm old. Okay. I forget. <laughs> forgot. I forget. He would listen. I would play a couple songs every time, every every pregame in our office, and I forget what game it was. But I remember when Joe called me out. He's like, "Are you gonna play the song? Are you gonna play it? What are you waiting for?" I, I left out. That. I left out one. Uh, a pregame long toss with Coach Katina and Coach Mosca. Now, now we're getting a couple yeah, of comments yeah. here. Like spinning it. We're getting a couple of comments from Eddie saying, yeah, no one talk to Richie. Don't ask Richie any questions at all. Leave <laughs> Richie alone. He's not wrong. <laughs> only only, only, not two, wrong. only two people can talk to Richie before a game. It's That's me true. and, and Othiri. That's it. That's a fact. <laughs> I, 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 like, seriously, I, I don't know what's wrong with me, but, yeah, it's true. Coach Othiri, what do you got? I'm the coffee guy, so I get everybody coffee, and I get the I get the Jolly Ranchers and gum and mints and whatever crap we yeah the whole all the halls yeah that's our number one that's we're all addicted to that so I have to do that every game day and and it's it's my ritual yep all right real quick uh, you guys have a favorite coaching saying or coaching line that you guys always use. Yep. Start with me. I love us. Mm-hmm. I love us. Is a, I love us is a good one, man. I think I started that one, but uh, I'm gonna go with uh, setting edges and hitting windows. Yeah, great one, Daddy. I got so many. I'm drawing a blank right now. Uh, you know, uh, Randy said it when he commented. You know, we're gonna light this scoreboard up like a pinball machine. I like to say it. Uh, I got a lot. I got mine's easy. Facts over feelings. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're sick of that one. <laughs> it ain't going to stop. <laughs> my, uh, my next question, I don't know if you guys have seen it, is inspired by the uh, 1983 NC State. Uh, Jim Valvano wins the uh, 
the national championship, right? I don't know if you guys have seen the clip, and he's running around with nobody to hug, right? Yep. And uh, so the final buzzer sounds for yours. And we kind of saw it when you you sent us that clip, Coach Twyra. It was like you knew it was one of our questions. Who did you hug first? I think Coach Katina was right next to me. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, I went – I mean, I, I went right to us. I went right to yeah. right to Patty and and yeah. Rich and and uh, I I was look I was seeking them out. I went, and, and thank God I didn't have to go too far because I wouldn't have caught them. But uh, <laughs> they were they were standing there. They were already in the hug, so I just kind of jumped in and joined in yeah. and said, you know, Perfect. we you know we did it and and that was it. Yeah, Patty, obviously. It, saw yeah, that was our that was our group hug. Yeah, that meant the, a lot. The, the, Listen, let me tell you guys something, though. Here's the thing. I told these guys that if we won or when we won, I was going to tackle them. So Patty was smart. He just jumped on me, so I couldn't take him out. And then I was stuck, and, and Joe was there. But that, that's smothered. what it really was. Cause I, was I hugged tackle. him. I told him I was going to I told him I was gonna punch him in the ribs, but I just Yeah, he did. He did tell me that. He did tell me that. Uh, real quick, a couple more comments coming in. This looks like comments from the favorite uh, lines this year. Quote unquote, I'll read them off. Back it up, Terry. No Back up, Terry. No fly zone. Yeah. No fly we zone. Back. We talk about that in the Fonzie. secondary. Yeah. Listen yep. to listen to me. Listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> Haters get the gas mask. Gas face. Gas face. Gas mask. And then there's a <laughs> just a plane run it. A plane oh, run it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> run it yeah. after we after we mess up a play, run it. Yeah. All right, here we go. You're back in the state championship this game. We're going to go real quick. We'll start, but uh, Coach Twirl is going to get the final call because he's the head coach. You're in the state final again this year. You're down seven. 20 seconds left. The offense scores. Kesak, you want to go for one for the tie or two for the win right there? Go ahead. No brainer. We're going for the win. Come on. Coach Cast. <laughs> uh. We're going to tie it. We're going to go to overtime. We're going to win it on a defensive score. <laughs> Coach O'Terry. Go for two. Coach Twero, what are you doing? We did it in Pompton, man. Listen, Pompton mm. went for two. I said it to these guys as soon as they kicked the ball off to us. I said, guys, when we score, we're going for two, so be ready for it. Nice. Now, you guys have played your uh, sectional finals was in, you know, a smaller, intimate setting as opposed to the group championship right at MetLife Stadium. Which do you prefer, that home, crowded, smaller stadium for the big game or, like, the glitz and glamour of MetLife? Home crowd in your hometown especially <laughs> with all your loved ones and kids you played with and family and everything about it. That, the Parsippany game being in Lyndhurst was, was the best. So nothing beats that. I, I I I agree. Uh, I said it to Rich uh, 2018 when we played Rutherford at Rutherford for the final. Uh, Rich was kind of disappointed, like ah, this year we don't play at MetLife Stadium. I said, Rich, Linares Rutherford rivalry. There's going to be 4,000 people here. It's going to be unbelievable because it used to be like that for a regular season game back in the day in the 80s, and it was cra it used to be crazy. And it, it, there's nothing better than that. And then having a home game, forget it. It was just it was awesome. Yeah, I gotta agree. Also, it's just it's just something different, like you said, especially when you have two towns like a Rutherford, Lynnhurst, and you get your hometown there. And that's what it's about. Yeah, the the home field. The the one of the greatest things for me was when I, you know, we have a holiday alumni kind of party. A, a former Lynnhurst uh, player 
and a, a big time Leonard's guy, George Soprano, runs an alumni dinner every year uh, around like a Christmas party. And meeting all these older guys, all these older people that that not didn't necessarily play football, hearing them say, you know, hey, coach, you gave us a place to meet every Friday, and I got to see all my old buddies, and there was nothing like it was. It was awesome being home. I'll never forget coming out of the field house doors and looking around and seeing what this place looked like. And I was just like emotional. I said to the kids, guys, take this in because this is one of the greatest moments of our life. And it, and it was. Guys, there's a comment for uh, Coach Rich. Maybe you can help me with the name. It's Joe and then it's G-U-G-L-I-U-Z-Z-A. Googly Oots. Yeah, Googly So he's got two comments. His first one is super proud of this crew. Let's keep it going for next year. And then he said, crazy coach cast coach me. And I played with Coach Rich. Yeah. That's right. The so. Goots. The Goots, man. The goots. Yep, absolutely. What's up, Hope all is well, man. Hope your family are well. All right, next rapid fire. Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, or Chick-fil-A? Oh, my Chick-fil-A. Try to stay away from that, but Chick-fil-A. I'll say Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Right. Chick-fil-A sauce, baby. <laughs> All right, you forgot it. Popeye. You forgot Popeye. Hey, if you put Popeye's in, Rich's Popeye's. Yeah. 100%. Popeye's 100%. is better. I'm going to follow that up. I guess you guys are coffee drinkers, right? So uh, Dunkin' oh, or yeah. Dunkin or Starbucks? Oh, not even close. Dunkin'. Not even close. Dunkin', Dunkin. Yeah. <laughs> Starbucks <laughs> is pinky up. We can't afford that. <laughs> I like Starbucks. I like Starbucks. Yeah, of course. He makes all the money. State state champ co- head coach now. He likes Starbucks. <laughs> um, all right, so a couple with with social media, some stuff leaks, and there's some footage of I saw after the state championship win, a little celebrations here and there. So there was a little singing, a little dancing. So my question is, who's the best dancer on the current staff right now? Uh, definitely not me. I don't <laughs> it's do that. not me either. I'm going to say uh, Special Ops Commander Joe Vastola. Vastola? Yeah. He could do the lawnmower. <laughs> I'm definitely with Joe. It's definitely Joe Vastola. Oh my Does God. the Lord Farquaad. <laughs> with his helmet on. Lord Helmet. He's like, sa- he's like Saturday Night Dance Fever. Lord Helmet. Just don't touch his like hair. If you touch his hair, you're in trouble. <laughs> I think with my question, we might have gotten a little preview of this. We yeah, were all, we did. all logging in before, but there's been a lot of technological advances in uh, football with Huddle and with the pandemic Zoom. So the question is, who is the staff member that is the worst with technology? <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about no it. No doubt. I couldn't get on. I couldn't get on this. Coach and thank God for Coach Tuero because uh, mm. as soon as I get something technological, I said, Rich. He goes, I got it. <laughs> got you. So true. Thank God. Anthony DeMarco saying, um, how do you say, what, I don't want, again, I don't want to say names wrong. Derrico? Derrico. Derrico. So he's saying that he's the best dancer. So uh, mm. uh, another comment, Danny great. Simone. Congratulations, guys. Hey. Very proud of all you coaches. Amazing role models for the kids. Keep it up. Danny Simone. Good Danny, good, Simone, good people. Yeah. All right, and the last rapid-fire question we got to ask this. All they always ask, We always ask this for the high school panel, even though it's not the K&K show, but favorite NFL team? New York Jets. Cowboys from back in the day. Giants. <laughs> Giant fan. 
I'm a giant fan, but but whatever team Pete Guerrero lands on, I'll be that. that yeah. Nice. We, and the, the I, last I question, that. the Super Bowl champ, hoping we have a season, of course. Who's the Super Bowl champ this year? Uh, how can he? How can he not say Kansas City Chiefs, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. Yeah, I go Chiefs. Chiefs too. Bucks. Brady, baby. Bucks. Brady, Bucks. Come on. Here we go. I'll just say the Broncos for you, Kurt. Thank you. I appreciate it, Pat. All right, so we're going to do this real quick. We're a couple minutes over, so we want to get to two more things real quick. So go ahead. You can start. Well, actually, I'll start it. Uh, Coach Twirl, the championship is uh, more than just for the coaches and the players. Obviously, it's for the entire Lynnhurst community. They rallied behind you. Um, How important was it for you to win it, not just for you guys, the staff, for the kids, but the whole Lynnhurst community. It was everything, and it showed with that state championship game. Um, <clears throat> everyone that showed up, and like 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 I touched on before when I went, when I had that alumni dinner, um, just hearing all the old timers, all the people, just you know, people from all over. We we had the we were lucky enough to have our game streamed. Every game was streamed because one of our parents was an avid uh, you know fan, and he, he didn't even have a, a player on our team. He just loved the program so much. Um, and, and just hearing, you know, hey, getting to see what Linhurst did, Linhurst roots, um, everything, man. This town is big, is big with tradition, big with pride. Um, it, it's it, it was a dream come true. And, and, and you know what? The, one of the greatest moments was our parade. That was so cool. Man. You know, just, just walking through the town and seeing all the people come out and, and, and just be happy for us. It was unbelievable. And then, uh, guys, real quick, uh, Coach Kisak, and uh, we'll go Kisak, Castanetti, or Thierry. You guys want to add anything to that? That what it meant for winning it for the whole Linhurst community? Yeah, it, it was a long time coming. Uh, you know, our whole lives, we, we always think about Linhurst football and who we played with and kids we coached. And, you know, everyone we touched somehow is connected to Linhurst football. So uh, just to get the chance to celebrate with them and when you finally get to see them for the first time with the trophy and the parade was incredible. Um, just everything about it, us Lindhurst football guys, it, it means everything. And to share it with everybody was just the icing on top. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I mean, my, I had my peewee football coaches at the game. Uh, two very influential people in my life, uh, throughout my life. And uh, it was to have them there seeing it. And it was a proud moment to, that I could, I could be part of something that was bringing them that, that, that joy and excitement of, of, of the Linners pride because they played for Linners too. Uh, uh, just, uh, you know, it's just, it's just awesome. It's just an awesome thing. And uh, you think back about when you were a kid in high school, and, and for me it was a long time ago, and how, how serious and how important Linners football was and how, like Patty said before, how hard it was to win a league championship, never mind a state championship. And then to have these kids come through and do it, the 26 seniors have – and they're, they're they're here they're heroes for the rest of their lives they're 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 going to be remembered forever and that's one thing we all said you know towards as we got closer you know you're 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 going to be remembered forever you're never going to be forgotten that 83 team in my world they're they'll never forgotten they'll never be forgotten these kids are in the same boat and it's awesome i hope we don't have to wait another 36 you know? <laughs> get it done rich nah yeah say i you know everybody basically said what i would say uh, but Coach Cass made a great point too because I remember growing up and that guy played for the 83 team. Oh my God, what they did in 83, you know, being six, seven, eight, nine years old 
And like they look like NFL guys to me and going to the games throughout and just the pride and tradition. I want to do that one day. I know we talked about it throughout the show already and just the, the whole Linhurst pride factor and they see the town come together and, you know, just going out and getting a cup of coffee at Dunkin' Donuts and it starts into a, a 10 minute conversation. You know, has this, how's this, how's this kid? Is he hurt? Is he, is he going to play this week? And it's just great having the involvement with the town. Um, I know that when I was coaching, one of my favorite parts was always the embedded life lessons that my players learned along the way. Coach Tuero, you seem to provide your student athletes with the opportunity to give back to the community and learn those valuable lessons both on and off the field. Would you elaborate on some of the community service projects you guys did? Oh, absolutely. Um, Special Angels is our main one. Getting the opportunity to work with them is just the best. And our kids, and I don't even mean the players, the our, our kids in the building in general, they are so great with our special needs. You know, we have a unified program now that we're doing unified sports. Um, that is one of the biggest and best things we do. We have a whole Super Bowl with them, a, a, a coaches and uh, coaches against the Special Angels game, where our our special our players are mentors and, and they're assigned certain kids. Um, that's one of the best things. We painted playgrounds this year voluntarily for for uh, for our schools for our our, our younger younger kids which was awesome to do uh we do a, a feast cleanup for the our lady of mount carmel feast and, and and it's never you know it's never hard to do all i got to do is ask the kids and they're all in you know every time every time i uh set this up it's never mandatory and every single time i get the whole team unless a kid can't make it for whatever reason uh that is a huge component of teaching kids what life's all about you know every day we break down I end with, be a good person, do the right thing, I love you. We are Lynnhurst, or whatever it is. But it's always those things, every single day. Very nice. Now we're going to take a quick look ahead to the Yeah, guys, I'll get you, I know we've been long. We'll get you guys out of here in five <laughs> oh, minutes. Hey, we knew we would be. I'm good. Uh, uh, looking ahead to the 2020 season, I have uh, like a two-part question for you, Coach Tuero. What are your goals and expectations, and who are maybe some of your returning or returning players that you expect to step into a leadership role? So, you know, we lost 26 seniors, but faces change, expectations don't. We have the same expectations. Uh, as of right now, I don't know that if there's going to be a state championship this year at all because of, of, of the state and what's going on, but that's still our expectation. And if it's not that, if it's the NJIC championship, that's it. Um, we have Anthony DeMarco coming back. He's a captain of ours. He was a, a pivotal, you know, he was the lead blocker for Peter Partilla. He, he lived it. He breathed it. Um, you know, he's one of our, you know, main, well, our, basically our only returning starter, to be honest with you. Um, but we have a bunch of kids that have been on special teams in the role that got in on games where we were blowing, you know, beating teams pretty, pretty, uh, pretty handily. I got Johnny Lembo, Anthony's little brother, who we are so excited to see how he is at quarterback. Um, the kid's been working. Uh, he, he's just like his brother with his work ethic. And, you know, he, he has an opportunity to really show it this year. Different style player. Johnny is more of a thrower. And, uh, you know, with the personnel we have, we, we're excited about all that. But, uh, you know, I we have another kid, Angel Velez. He's coming back. I have Ethan Rodriguez. He's actually another starter. He's going to be a junior. He was our center last year. He's coming back. Um, we're excited for the program. I have sophomore, junior, incoming junior, Ricky Rainey. He was a big special teamer for us. Um, we're excited about the kids coming back. And like I said, the, these kids, their mentality is not, oh, we lost all these guys. They're, oh, let's go. We got to get back to work, guys. 
and that's where we're at. I mean, it literally starts from Captain Anthony DeMarco right down. I couldn't be more proud, especially with everything going on with this quarantine and everything else, lockdown. Our kids are so proactive. I mean, I'll drive by the field. They're out there working, and it, it, it's awesome. So it's a testament to the program. It, it, these kids bought in, and it really it's it's awesome. Uh, there's a comment from a Tara. Uh, yeah, I don't, again, B-A-N-U-L-S. Tara uh, Bandles, she is the head of our booster club. She is also, she runs the Special Angels. What'd she say? Uh, she just said Special Angels loves Linhurst football. Same thing from a Deborah um, Wordelek. Wordelek, yep. That they uh, are they are the head of our Special Angels. Their son Tyler, amazing, amazing kid. And she, uh, yeah, she says our... too, we love you guys. Special Angels is so grateful. Yeah, we love them too. Uh, they, uh, they, like I said, man, Special Angels. It's just a great bond, a great thing. You know, it opened up other opportunities too. You know, now that now after we've been doing it for years, our boys' soccer program's involved, and it's it's awesome. You know, now they these kids get more opportunity, more more experience, more you know involvement, and there's nothing better. It, it's really really awesome stuff. Coach O'Terry, I just want to get a couple of uh, comments from you guys. Obviously, you guys lose a lot of firepower on the offense. You're losing one of the best probably players in the state, maybe the best player in the state of New Jersey. Um, so what are, you, um, what are you expecting from the offense this year, if you could just talk about it a little bit? Well, like Coach Tuero said, you know, we're, I'm excited because we're, you know we know what we are capable of, but we just got to now fine-tune it. And, and it's going to be exciting to get out and coach, coach these guys up when and if we do. But, uh, you know, we knew what we had. A call and play is easy when you got the hogs we had and, and, and the, the, the weapons we had. Uh, so, you know, I think it's going to be more of us getting back to the balance that we've, we've talked about that we've had in past years. So from that standpoint, it's, it's exciting working with a new quarterback. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm enthused over that, and, and we'll see. You know, it's going to be a lot of battling for positions. You know, there's jobs up in the air. Who's going to want to step up? Like Coach said, who's working hard right now while this is going on? Because when we do get back and we do get that call that we can get going, you're going to see who put the time in. You know, and and no doubt, and that and that's what's going to be. You know, for us as coaches to put those pieces together. So it's exciting in that aspect because last year we knew we knew every spot. We have him, 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 him. We knew the line was there. Yeah, you know, there's a lot sure of question did. marks. So you know, it's. You know, it's not going to change our work ethic as coaches, but it's going to be a little fun to do it and getting back to really getting back down to the basics. And Coach Castagnetti, if you could take the same uh, question on the defensive end, by the way, uh, I want to give a shout out. Congratulations. I believe it was the NorthJersey.com defensive coach of the year. I believe it was, if, if I'm That's not mistaken. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know that. I did see that. Yep, I, did, right. I did see that. Coach Schwer doesn't tell me anything. Thanks. I appreciate Congratulations it. Congratulations on that. <laughs> Thanks. But, uh, Thanks. but like, well, same thing like Coach Rotieri said on the offensive side. What do you think defensive, you know, for the 2020 outlook on the defensive yeah, no, side of the ball? No, yeah, there, there's, there's, uh, there's 11 applications out there. And uh, mm -hmm. there's however many kids show up, everybody could take one and fill it out and, and go to work. Because, like I said, I had 11 starters that were seniors. I had four replacement players coming in that were seniors. So, uh, you know, one good thing is I saw uh, a lot of the players that are coming back this year on scout defense last year, like we talked about earlier. Um, so, uh, so many applications were filled out already in pencil. Everything's in pencil. 
uh, until uh, hours before the first game, uh, God willing, and uh, we'll take it from there. But again, it's uh, you know you kind of kind of can see, like Coach Otieri said, you kind of have an idea of who's going to be there. Um, but at the end of the day, it's it's whoever plays, whoever whoever comes to play and whoever comes in best shape and whoever uh, gets their temperature checked in the morning and whoever does all that other stuff that they have to do. Uh, it's as simple as that. So I, again, I'm excited. I'm thrilled. I, I can't wait. Uh, uh, the challenge is unbelievable. It's awesome. And, and uh, that's, that's why we get paid the big bucks. And James Blake is saying the best DC in the state is the uh, comment the we just got. He is right. The man. Uh, Rich, before I get to Danny, a couple more comments from Deborah um, Wordelec. She says, our special needs kids loves you. And then she's given a story saying Bella was a stack girl her freshman year and Tyler, who is 19 and has autism, is the manager. They get so much from this team, nothing but love for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff. Uh, Danny, so real quick with you for 2020, um, obviously you guys are going to get you both quarterbacks leave. Um, like Coach Oteri and Coach Toro were saying, you guys are going to be working with new quarterbacks. One... Um, uh, I, I, I want to say it to you, like the challenge of a new quarterback for 2020. I mean, are you excited in that role of working with the new guys or is it going to be a little challenging or just what's your thoughts as the quarterback coach? Um, I'm very excited. Um, our quarterback, John Lembo, uh, I got a chance to work with him in JV. Um, he's very talented. He has a quarterback moxie to him. He's uh he loves, he loves throwing the ball. He's just a great kid to coach. And, uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit different. You know, our offense may look different. You know, we we got to get there and we got to put the pads on and we got to see you know how we look. But uh, I'm very excited. I think he's could be a tremendous football player. Um, and you know, I got a chance to coach a lot of these kids on JV and and on scout team. I got a chance to see what they can do. And they're a very talented group. The whole of them that that one class juniors that are uh, going to be juniors next year. So it'll be definitely exciting to get get pads on and, and see how they look. You know, filling in varsity level now. All right. And uh, some final thoughts to close out the show. We'd like to give you guys each one minute to address next year's team and the entire Lindhurst community. So what do you guys want to say to them? Coach Castanetti, we're going to start with you. Ah, you <laughs> dirty dog. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, listen, uh, I hope everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, I'm going to go along with the, the whole health kick here. Uh, you know, social distancing, wear a mask, wash your hands, do whatever you got to do to get the season going. Um, you, you know we're ready to go. As I'm talking to the players. You know we're ready to go. You know we have the plan. Uh, you've seen the plan work for the last two years. Uh, so you have the vision. You, you know the goal. Um, and listen, whether there's, if there's no state championship, it's okay. If, Hopefully there's an NJIC championship, which we're defending uh, that championship. Um, so that's our goal. Uh, and, you know, it's again, like Coach Swartz said earlier, win the conference, win the, win the league, win the conference. And if it stops there, it stops there. Uh, you know, we're going to we want to beat everybody that comes out there and we got to do our job on defense. And uh, our job is to stop them from scoring, period. And whatever that whatever we need to do to get that done, we're going to get it done. Nice. Coach Kisak, how about you? Uh, I just hope everybody's staying safe and staying healthy during this difficult time. Um, you know, I know a lot is different, and when we, re when we return, it won't be like it used to be. But just want you guys, the players, to know that us, all coaches, we miss you guys greatly. Uh, it hasn't been the same without you guys in our lives, you know, driving us crazy, making us laugh, giving <laughs> us something to coach. Um, 
we miss you. We're, we're looking forward to seeing you again next week. Um, and coaches are going to be working. And we've seen, we know you guys have been working. We've seen you, you know, driving around by the field, see you guys out there working. Um, it's an exciting time. You know, the football program has really become you know, a great, you know, great culture. And we love being there. You know, it's not work to us. We, we, want to, we spend so much time there, and it's, it's what we love doing. And we're excited to see you guys soon. Coach Otiri? Yeah, that's it. We're ready to get back to work. We hope everybody's doing all the right things to piggyback what Coach Gisak and Coach Castanetti said. Obviously, everybody's health is the most important thing, and hopefully we can get through this and get going. Uh, you know, our our mentality, like we, all our coaches have been saying throughout this whole program, you know, we, we expect to be the upper-tier team now. It's it's it, That's just our mentality. You know, that's the swagger we bring, and I hope everybody is working hard on their own and we can't get can't wait to get back to work and hopefully it's soon and, and we'll just keep the machine rolling and the final final word from coach Tuero. control what you can control we're all in this together and that's great and, and, and you know we, we got to do what we got to do but no one's going to feel sorry for you when you get back so if you weren't aren't working or you haven't been working on your own you're going to be held accountable for it that's all i could say to my guys because we're going back to work and, and, and you know feeling sorry for ourselves and kind of making excuses isn't what got us to where we are now. So my message to the boys is I hope you're ready because when we get back, we're going. You know, stay safe, do the right thing so that we can keep the season and, and get that season so we don't have to lose it. But when we're there, we're going full go. We're ready to rock and roll, and we can – I can't wait. And I'll tell you who else can't wait is probably all of our wives because <laughs> you know, they're probably waiting for us to get out. They want me out. <laughs> yep. Yep. Lenar Strong, baby. All right, guys, seriously, thank you guys for coming on. Thank it was you. a great show. Awesome. Coach Terrell, thank you again shirt. for doing this. And uh, there you go. <laughs> not going to lie. Get, I, I almost took that one. picture and put it on there tonight. Let's I, I go. saw go it ahead. on there. I got to get, get one, uh, one thing. I got to get one more shout-out there, Kurt. When, sure, when, go ahead. When Joe's, um, I promised my daughter. I know I said hi to her before, but I promised her I'd tell everyone how much I love her. And my other, my baby girl, Camilla, who didn't, you know, obviously she she's only two years old. She's about to be two. But um, I do want to mention, and I know I do it a lot, but I don't care. My wife, I am, uh, I'd never be anywhere close to where I am now without my, without my girl, my, my best friend. You know, we've been together since high school. The support she gave me, that's why winning, you know, winning the state championship was amazing. But sharing that moment with them was the best because no one knows how much we work and how much we do like our wives, you know, and that's, that's in anything really. But um, I just want to make it clear if I can send any message out there is there's nothing greater than having the support from a wife and, and a family, your kids, like I was blessed to have. And I know my coaches can say the same with their, with their families. We I are love my wife to too. Have, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. We, we are Me too. To Me have, too. We, we, my kids too. Are, I love my kids. I love my kids too. We are, we are blessed to have them. Um, all of them, you know, our, our, our wives. And when I say our wives, I mean my staff and their wives, their families, after every game we come together, uh, shout out to LaVenere, Mike Riccardi, who always hooked us up and gave us some room. Um, there was no, no nothing better than that family time, that family moments after we celebrated our victories. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention how, how big of a part of the program they were. All, all the wives, you know, every one of them. Yep. Very nice. And last hey, comment of the night. We're going to have to eat outdoors now. <laughs> <laughs> Last comment of the night is from Joe G. He's saying, yeah, so when we get in those free shirts, Coach Castanetti. 
Oh, <laughs> whenever he's ready. What now, size? <laughs> there you go. Guys, seriously, thank you, though, Coach Torrell. Thank seriously, you for setting Seriously, what size? Up, I might man. have extra ones laying around. <laughs> hey, hey, let's see if he answers them back. I probably have some stashed but, away. Guys, it's been awesome. I want to I wanna thank you. Best of luck this season. Yeah, best Hope of luck. There is yep. one, and hopefully thank we can you. We'll do something you with you guys. Yep, absolutely. Thank awesome. you, thank you for having so us. Much. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank as you. usual, you guys do a great job. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you.